This is Purple Radio On Demand. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the Discussion and Debate Society podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel D'Souza, and I'm joined by my co-host, Will, indeed. And today we have a returning guest, once again, very special, Kairos. Yeah. Hi, Gabriel is about um, at least a metre away from me because uh, we can't use the studio due to a football match. Yes, I mean, to be fair, I think I probably yelled there. No, you, you got passionate about yeah, the yeah. Uh, the football. Oh. Um, yeah, football is um, quite literally the the opposite of Daz's podcast. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I football is still kind of a conversation by another me. I mean, the sport itself. Sorry, yeah. I mean, I I love talk sport because it's such nonsense. What is talk sport? They talk about sport. They talk about, like, mainlands. No. I mean, you know how when people talk about football, they have their own biases and they say bullshit stuff. It's, like, the funniest shit ever because, like, it's just... It's basically just a collection of, like, characters, how I think of it, and, like, playing off each other. And um, it's less about what they're actually talking about and more about, like, people, like, do they like each other? And they're speaking about this pointless subject, which there's new content every week because yeah. the football goes on. Yeah, the football goes on. And perhaps it always will go on, but should it? Which leads in nicely to the topic that Carlos has brought us. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, very nice. It's so smooth. Frankly, you can tell I've done more than one episode of a podcast because of just how smooth that segue was. Today, we're going to be talking about immortality, the prospect of living forever, and whether or not human beings should be able to do so. This was uh, brought to us by Varos. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something that's worth discussing. This is something that I really don't want to happen. I'm arguing the opposite. I'm arguing that we... I, I would personally argue that it's in the human, I suppose. And um, that's. this doesn't mean that I'm going to be like... Um, me and my ancestors are going to be like, let's um, let's ban this and stop people living forever. Mm-hmm. If they want to, that's not the same thing. I'm, I I think the more interesting question is, would you want to? That's fair. I mean, I think that I would probably want to extend my lifespan quite far beyond what is not now. Sure, um, and I'd certainly not want to age. Yeah, like that. That's just pretty much unequivocally bad. I mean, I have mixed feelings about this, because obviously a stigma against ageing so often translates into a stigma against old people. I mean, most old people don't want to age either. Eh, probably. Like, I don't think there are many people who are like, ah, my back started hurting. Great. I see your point. I mean, I guess what you're saying is there's a good reason to not try and live for, like, hundreds of thousands of years. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think it has to do with identity and um, that, like... What is, like, a huge part of your individuality is having to, like, commit to things. And then with such a long lifespan, then, like, well, think about, like, think about, like, the formative experiences you have when you're younger. And if that is so far away that, like, it's, like, thousands of years ago, that won't mean any, that that will mean very little anymore because it's, like, comically far away. And, like, what I I fear is that, like, everyone is just going to, like, become, like, vampires who, um, not in the sense of, like, blood-sucking, although that might become a habit with the amount of free time people have compared to the past. People indulge all of them. I mean, that's not kink shame, Will. Come on. 
Um, no, I wasn't. I'm just um, saying some things that might happen. <laughs> um, I understand that as a legitimate concern, though. It's humans are, but it, and I think that has actually been research into it. But the upper lifespan, the absolute limit to which the oldest people live to, hasn't actually increased. I think that much. Which I mean, you know, uh, perhaps that is a biological hard coded thing. But my point of that is simply that clearly, clearly, probably humans. Probably humans aren't made to cope with living for that much longer. Yeah, I agree. I, that's, that's a good point. The curiosity is what would happen to the mind. Maybe your mind wouldn't break, but like your memories, how, how do you even, how does that functionally work once you get to a certain age? I mean, first of all, I think I'd say that humans were not made for anything, you know. Yes. We just kind of came into existence on this planet and we've done a lot to take uh, control over. Sure, but that's not the way it feels, right? But, but... Or at least what something that feels like what's natural, that's what I'd say. That that's not the same as like having no purpose. But I think what I'm arguing for is in line with our kind of innate sense of purpose. You know, one of the strongest human drives is self preservation. Yeah. This is just in line with that. Now, I get the argument about becoming unmoored from your past. Then you could argue that, you know, any particular point in that time is so utterly insignificant that it all became meaningless in totality. But I guess I'd say that, you know, moments in time do not have meaning because of the way they will affect the future or be remembered by things in the future. They have meaning because of what they are in the moment. You know, you as you are now, this moment here, yeah, that's meaning, I, even though eventually the whole universe will die. I'm very present focused in this kind of thing. Like, despite me uh, putting a lot of focus on the past, I'm like a very, uh, I wouldn't say present, more like an abstract person in the sense that I, I don't really dwell in the past at all. But it's about like, it, it, it the past like influences like the feeling you had in the present moment mm. so like if um so say if i have a new development of like friendships relationships whatever I, I don't know um if if that's just something that's like been on for like hundreds of years then it, are you going to feel anything anymore are you I, I don't think it's like authentic to like how you're supposed to like experience if you can't like make like mistakes my fundamental argument is i don't think art would have any purpose at all if we lived forever i think we'd just be like an endless like line of like um it would be in like a very like ineffectual and um just passive i think i do understand the feeling behind it i i don't know that i logically agree with it but i do like do you feel the feeling you're talking about which is almost like it's it's like replacing humanity with a machine, almost. The, this concept of like it's it's immortal. It it will persist. It goes on. It repeats. It goes on. Like a vampire more than a machine. Mm. I mean, these issues, you know, life lacking motivation, not having purpose, becoming unmoored apart from your own history. These are problems that already definitely exist within a normal human lifespan within our own society. Yeah. And the solution to things, you know finding joy in the mundane moments of life, creating your own meaning, figuring out a goal and then pursuing it, and then when you achieve that goal, figuring out another one, or achieving contentedness. Oh, these are already things that we should be seeking out, you know. You don't have to wait until the time comes around for these to be real issues and needed to real solutions. Okay, I'm time to um, say my soapbox again. I, when you said figuring out goals, I thought you said figuring out alcohol. Okay, and this is kind of what I mean. Like, um, I I feel like what's important about life is um, 
the way that like I alluded to this before, it's the way that your past contextualizes your present. But if it goes on for so long, then that's just not going to be happening anymore. And I, I agree completely that you can find your own enjoyment, your own. Um, I uh, you know, I think probably the what you're referring to in this idea of like this becomes human civilization. I think that would only be the case for like the first few humans, basically. I think what would happen is over time, gradually, the standard developmental phase of humans would drag out. So, Rob, like, I, th I think I actually watched something regarding this at some point. And basically, that the idea was it, it was represented narratively. And so it was like you'd visit like an, different islands, and already humanity had been like passed. And you had in the first island, it was just a bunch of people doing drugs and getting drunk and going kind of wild. And it's like a hundred year period of adolescence, basically. Oh, I know what you're citing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably. And my point is just, it might not be that like a minute is as, as impactful. But if you spend a hundred years doing it and you live for a thousand years, that'll be as impactful as if you spent 10 years doing it and live for a hundred. I mean, I think I'd say two things to that. Uh, first of all, I don't think the impact of something could, can be measured like what percentage of your time that I was already, yeah. Because again, I think the present moment is what matters. But second of all, even if you assume it takes some amount of time for society to kind of adjust to the uh, ennui of living forever and construct these new social norms of phenomenon, if you genuinely do decide to live a long time, you will live to see those societal changes take place. So society will construct a new form of meaning that will work better for you. Yeah, I mean, I am personally like of the perspective that it's something that will happen. And I do personally also think it's probably something that should happen. I don't believe, since I don't believe in the afterlife, I think death is a bad thing since I think living is a good thing. I don't know. I mean, maybe there'd be like some kind of new like, that maybe may this is another thing I'm worried about. I feel like generations would be like more separated to an even more like obvious degree. Like you know, now you've got like the boomers and like um, you know, we 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 all have a good laugh about the boomers. But then imagine we've got 500 different types of boomers. Even still, like it, like the people who are wealthy now, that they just continue to be wealthy. I think. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I hate that because it just means that. The, the world will be just in one continuous... Yeah, you just freeze particular. Time. Yeah. Like, I think in it would take a while, but I think eventually something would happen. Certainly to start off with, it's bound to be expensive. I mean, probably. Like, I, I don't think someone's going to, like, invent the cure for aging, and as it turns out, anyone can afford it. Unless it's a, an incredibly specific dietary plan. But, you know, at, at which point, probably very few people will become mortal. It's, a, it's about ensuring the accessibility of immortality in a way like I, I don't want a scenario in which only the wealthiest can afford to be immortal mm, i mean i think yeah that would clearly be unjust unless you want to live in a world called everybody mortal feudal lords yeah you then you what we've done then is gone from inventing gods to literally creating our own gods and oppressors which seems like a bad move yeah yeah i yeah Okay, real plan for you. See, I think deciding now, like accepting the fact which is already implicit that we are attempting to achieve radically longer lifespans, 
will help us sort of directly face these potential issues of injustice with the concept. The problem is discussions like that are very difficult. I have spoken to people in the past and I've been like, yeah, I mean, I could imagine, not necessarily that our generation, but that, you know, at some point, you know, will attain immortality and they'll be like that. And even if I try and go into the specifics of it, they will just reject the premise. I mean, I think it's worth not overstating the case. Yeah. When you go to someone and you say, I think eventually humans will cure aging, and they say, that seems implausible to me, they're taking a pretty reasonable position, you know. But I think we should accept that there's no, like, law of physics, which means that humanity will never cure aging. So, if only an incredibly select group of people get to be immortal, in time, I'd assume that simply the balance of having so many more numbers would cause some sort of change. Let's, like... That sort of thing happens with revolution. I mean, it might be a little naive. Yeah. Look, if there's hope, it lies with the proles, to take a quote from 1984. I feel like the word proles has to be problematic. Oh, it, it definitely is, but it's a direct <laughs> quote from George Orwell. <laughs> I guess that's fair. It's a direct quote. Well, what about if I directly quote? That's not, that's not an excuse. Well, have we gone off topic? Yes, definitely. Okay. I, yeah, I think going back to the... Um... Like, I guess one of the things that, like, makes, like, valuable is, like, everyone's on, like, a, a fair footing, a fair level. And, um, this, this things I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm, with this particular point, whether I'm arguing this is, like, objectively worse or just different. Because, like, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people who are, like, the proles who would, like, try to, like, convince, could, I guess that's just the word. Look, I guess it's happening. Well, let's hope we don't get cancelled, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I said I said the p word. Um, I'd just say if there is a revolution, we were. Uh, it was my. Putting George Orwell. Okay, um, what was I saying? Um, it, it creates a different. Well, I, yeah, I think um, a lot of people who are the uh, the uh, the p words. They, uh, okay, that's clearly worse. <laughs> that is worse. We could just say the proletariat. I, yeah. well, in fact, I recommend it. The only reason I didn't say that was because I was directly quoting George Orwell. Yeah. I said that like staring Gabriel directly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because I'm further back, so the, the audio levels are actually kind of match. He actively had to turn around away from the recording device just to stare me in the eyes. Uh, but anyway, these these the the, the guys. Um, I, th I think there'd be like quite a big movement of people who were trying to get in with the rich people so yeah. that they could also have immortality. Yeah, people will probably want immortality. And like for the average person, because you don't have the option, that's going to manifest in like some kind of hatred, I suppose. And then the the point I'm making is that like, it sounds like a dystopia novel. Yeah, I, I think in time most people would choose to die. I doubt many people would choose to live out the full length of the universe. Probably it would be socially normal for there to be some kind of... There would be some kind of shaming for the level. About? About um, living for two... I mean, if we're going to go semi-realistic as well, it could be like... You no, know, that is possible. I could, I could imagine... Oh, it's been around for a hundred thousand years, you know. It's weird. Like, why hasn't he died? I don't think so. All of his family and friends have kidnapped have died. My intuition is that those people are regarded as wise because they could find a reason to keep living. The truth is, it could go either way. I, dis I disagree. I think it also depends what the resource situation is. Yeah, I mean, if there's resource scarcity, then definitely people would be pushed to die, basically, which is concerning. But that's a different issue. But what worries me is, like, what if everyone else is, like, choosing the, like, 
the savior pill and then i'm just like i mean I, i've spent a lot of time being like unintentionally but just being the opposite of what other people are doing because i just happen to disagree with them i mean so it's fine well if you genuinely think that it would be kind of spiritually destructive to live for a very long time and you think it's better to age yeah and it shouldn't matter i suppose but I, I guess it's a bit lonely though isn't it right to age i mean but if anything like lonely if everyone else gets left behind if anything yeah like because you'd be the one leaving. As long as you continued with people, probably. Actually, to be fair, no, I take it back entirely. You'd be the only well, of most people that age because your friends wouldn't die off. But alternatively, you find it quite concerning that all of your friends continue to be more capable. Lonely? No, I mean, I mean, lonely in the sense that nobody else relates to or agrees with the decision. Right? So There'd be some people. But yeah, you might yeah. miss on the off scenario water park trip. It's it, it, it's more like it's bringing to like the kind of underlying thing of like I believe nobody cares about me at all. If that makes sense, I, I don't know. I do, my life doesn't matter. Um, I mean, I think that's a real concern again. It's kind of more society level that a stigma against aging sort of inevitably is a bit of overlap against stigma against old people. You know, in a society where aging has been cured after about hundred years or so. Anyone walking down the street with wrinkles or probably receive strange looks. Yeah. I think that's bad, but it's not as bad as everybody being forced to die. <laughs> yeah. I feel I think I'd agree. I feel like to some extent if uh immortality if immortality can do stuff about beauty. Oh no, no, that's not true. Because then there'd be like a new batch of like young people. And like what I'm saying is I think people will get used to not being the uh not being young because so few people are, I suppose. Yeah. And maybe it would be. But they wouldn't look young. I mean, it kind of depends what happens with child, like child rearing, right? You know? But what about like the, like, I guess the instinct to have children that a lot of people have? Then that is it going to be children? So, no, but so the point I'm making is like, is it going to be as big of a like deterrent as, like, unless people are forced to, are they going to stop having children just because, um, of like, this is just going into naturalness and stuff. Um, I mean, I think this is actually just another advantage, you know. Maybe instead of knowing the partner for two years before you propose them, you wait 20 so you know them better. Maybe in order to have children, you establish a life and kind of exist within it for 30 years instead of, you know, three or five. I think people could make firmer, more well-thought-through decisions if they had more time. And the fact that people might become, you know, so dislocated from each other. It's not the end of it. I mean, people always complain about having to go so many weddings in their mid-twenties, you know. Yeah. Would it really be bad if those are spread over, like, a few extra decades? Would, would, would it be, like, considered weird? Like, say if I'm 300 years old and um, there's a girl that's, like, 220 years old. Like, would, would that be weird? Oh, come she's a woman by that time, well, surely. Well, I, I don't think it matters. Like, at that point, functionally, that those 80 years are much less important. I mean, if you go about... No, I'm, ge I'm genuinely curious. Rule, then if you're 300, <laughs> you could date a 157-year-old and be totally cool. Oh, plus seven. It definitely is. <laughs> I think we might need a new rule if um, we're going past... Um... I mean, sure. I mean, you, you, you bombed a couple world wars before she came into existence, but the historical time period, I mean... Well, yeah, but it'd be a bit weird. It'd be like, God, do you remember World War Two? And it's like... No, I will. Yeah, but on the other hand, most of your experience is still shared, though. Statistically, yeah. Also, it's worth talking about the depictions of this kind of thing uh, in fiction, which is generally that it's fine as long as you still look young. 
Uh, I'm going to cite Twilight there, where an immortal vampire dates out of school, student, and the whole world is like, uh, sure, I guess. So, apparently... The world was that way. Yeah, that's fair. There were certainly found it weird. There were criticisms. But, I mean, whatever the social norm is that develops, uh, it will just develop, hopefully, in a way which, you know, properly takes into account all the potential harms. Yeah. I I don't know what it will be. My guess is people would just worry about age less. I mean, it's no longer physically apparent to you at all. Yeah. So you you need to actively go and bring it up. How old are you? Mm. Because pretty much all people, like, statistically, it's so unlikely that someone would be very young. And if they were, it would probably be obvious to you, who's lived for several hundred years, that the person you're speaking to doesn't really know, like, have the depth of knowledge on that any of the topics you're talking about that you'd expect. Mm. I mean, maybe people would, there probably would be some kind of... If not a literal physiological sign, then some affect of speech or mannerism or clothing that yeah. would give people away as being from some. Oh yeah, of course. Also, I guess being young would be. I've decided maybe at least at certain points it might go in and out of fashion. I don't know, but I guess being young, like compared to like a fourteen thousand year old, they'd be like, "Oh, these guys are just stupid." Like legitimately, because obviously they've had so much less time to debate. Yeah. Guys, guys, I've realized that once again we've diverted into writing a science fiction um, novel, um, which I mean, I'm not against, but on principle. I mean, I think the development of a human mind point is. I don't think. I don't think. That, I didn't think it was very sci-fi. To be no. Honest. Oh no, I meant once we were getting into the fashion parts of it. Yeah. That that was mo- mostly what what I meant was when we're establishing right. the culture of this civilization. <laughs> So, Will, you just said that people might effectively... I mean, if people gain more life experience, do you think that'll make them more intellectually superior to clear to younger people? Well, I, well, it's not that they're more intellectually superior. It's that there's, like, a bigger gap, right? Because, like, say if, like, if you've got hundreds of years of experience, things that, like, 12-year-olds are just learning are things you've known for, like, thousands of years or yeah, millions of years. We we haven't really defined the parameters of how yeah. long. I mean, I I find I struggle to believe a human would live to millions of years without choosing to die. But who knows? Perhaps. I mean, never say never. Yeah, exactly. We've got at least millions of years. Perhaps people would achieve enlightenment. Be like, yeah, I'll live forever, so I can try and enlighten as many people as possible. I don't know. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Also, with immortality, I think the natural response is you become. Um, enlightened and i don't like the idea of enlightened because i don't agree with it i think enlightened is just becoming indifferent which i think isn't which i think misses the point of um feeling i i i really don't want to make it buddhism because that's not what i mean but like i've always disagreed with the idea that like you should strive to have some kind of like neutral just but then again people who are enlightened they don't like not care otherwise they would just do nothing it's not like pure apathy yeah i know it's not pure apathy but what i mean is like but it doesn't have the same intensity that i've been has the concept of enlightenment to be almost inhuman though i do also kind of respect it so let's go off topic we have we we i I don't i I don't think it's off topic well actually no that I, I was gonna. I was gonna. Specific that I mentioned is slightly off topic, but I think your point of enlightenment and attaining that as you age. I was gonna. I was gonna lead to the punchline of one. I was gonna lead to the um, conclusion of, like, if I was forced to like live forever, uh, 
in like a Highlander style, I can't die unless I. Oh wait, no, that doesn't work because he gets hit by a sword. Um, God, I should watch it. People reference it so often. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's okay. Except for making you. We should make you watch. Wait, is it a time travel film? Maybe. I saw it when I was like twelve. Anyway, you. Anyway, um, what was I saying? It was before Highlander. In the in the timeline, yes, like, um, I no, if you were forced to live forever, if I was forced to live forever, then um, oh yeah, yeah, I just do drugs constantly, and I don't think that's much of a life. And then, well, because no, because this is a deep problem I'm trying to make. Because then you get obviously caught behind your peers to like an even bigger extent than. You know, because you've got even more time to work with. I mean, you can choose your peers which get to a certain age. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm understanding the process. Though. Like, whenever something like this is introduced, you like you always see flaws with it. And that's kind of what the whole process of the communication is. And then you see, well, is that really a flaw? And then... Anyway, is there anything more we want to say before we wrap up? I... It feels like we've touched upon a lot. Do you have a point that you sort of get to? Yeah. No, not, not really. I, I mean, nothing that isn't just like ha-ha banter or whatever, you know. <laughs> no, facts. Of course. No. But I, I thought that that was fruitful. It's like do a roundup. Yeah. yeah. Just like we do in Dads every Wednesday at the end of the session. Exactly. Okay. But shall we go around thoughts on, I suppose... Living indefinitely. Uh, in conclusion, I think that I would say that it is already the natural tendency of human society to progress at some speed towards an effective cure for aging. And like all previous uh, solutions to human problems, it will come with questions about how we solve new social issues and individual spiritual issues. And we'll only really be able to see what the solutions to problems are once we get there. Yeah, I wanted to mention uh, Blonde by Frank Ocean, but I didn't, I didn't uh, get the opportunity to, so I'm just going to add this into my conclusion, which is that um, like art in general is going to lose its meaning entirely, I feel, if, well, or at least it will change in like, the type of things it'll be, so you physically can't experience certain stuff. And so like that album, um, Blonde, I don't know if you guys have heard it, is um it's basically about like um getting to um adulthood and like your your brain isn't developing anymore but you haven't quite connected to the things you want to so like for example like how in like i guess this generation you um you know you know like because you've got specifically because you've got so much choice because of social media and dating apps and stuff you don't actually commit to anything and um it's like a really like beautiful work i think and the point I'm making is, I think that it, it wouldn't mean anything if we had like immortal, if we had the immortality, and I don't want a world where that is. Interesting. I think sort of reversing, not reversing, but curing aging is either inevitable or impossible. Um, and based on the fact that that, as was said earlier, there doesn't seem to be a law of physics which prohibits it. I believe that it's inevitable. And given that, I think the important part is the considering of the social situation behind it, which, to be fair, we are kind of already doing, but I think accepting the fact that it 
it is probably inevitable, or at least a, a significant extension of human life. I, I do agree with what was posited earlier that given that extension, we need to accept it and move with that premise going forward. I do ultimately think it's a good thing. I don't think really there's value in death before you want it, I suppose. Like, I think people should be able to end only really when they feel they need to. I don't think natural death is superior to any other form, really. I think it's just another end of the life. Well, that is the podcast for today. Thank you very much for joining us. And it would be lovely if you could join us in person of a Wednesday evening at 7.30 in Elbert Riverside 149. We are obviously in Durham University, and that is, to be fair, pretty much entirely a gesture towards Durham students because I don't think we're allowed to. Yeah, you're not, you're not allowed, really. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.